refrigerator is crushing ice when I'm setting is clearly on whole cubes. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the Autopod Decepticast. It's your weekly podcast that delivers a minute-by-minute breakdown of the 1986 Transformers movie. This is episode 32. We're covering from the 31.01 to 32-minute mark Mm. of Transformers, the animated movie. I am your host, Aaron. I'm here with my uh, co-host, two hardcore guys who, let's just face it, they don't give a fuck. So much that I'm not even going to say my name. No, I don't even care. All right. What drove you guys to develop this cold, devil-may-care outlook on life? Um, I think it stems from just... I mean, for me, it's got to be the chronic masturbation. It really is just like a a case of I was never... I I don't even have an interest in women or men. I'm just like, I am a self-lover. So with every stroke of your penis, a stroke of your caring for yeah, humanity kind I'm, of fell off. Yeah, I'm just like, I'm just involved with myself, and I'm like, I'm all, I'm like, I mean, look what I'm doing right now. Oh, Jesus, put it away, right? <laughs> God, no, please. He's still doing it. He's, he's not. I'm going to do it this whole episode. Uh, Caleb, I think we're just going to have to accept this. What drove your devil care attitude? <laughs> this I, leather jacket you got for Christmas? <laughs> I just... I just Google news too much. <laughs> Last episode recap, we saw some classic negotiation. Great fundamentals, uh, both parties, both parts. This, uh, honestly, this episode, that last previous segment should mm-hmm. be shown at business schools. Yeah. Frankly. Uh, Unicron conducts what I can only assume is the Transformers equivalent of waterboarding upon <laughs> Megatron. <laughs> and Megatron folds like clean towels out of the laundry. And that means... <laughs> okay. <laughs> Nice. <laughs> Booyah! I'm glad all these off-the-cuff jokes that have not in any way been prepared. Don't know what you're talking about. So mm. at 3101, Unicron's green light seems to have patched up Megatron. Yes. And Unicron and Megatron has basically said, yeah, I accept your terms. We're going to go ahead and do... How did he say no? Whatever you want. I love, I love this part. Like, this is one of my favorite scenes in the movie, the reformatting of Megatron. I mean, from the music with all the, like, the, the Vince DiCola, like, cha. And, um, I mean, it, the visuals and the cinematography of, like, right now we're getting uh, 3106, where they start uh, the scanning of Megatron's interior. And it's like... The, Somebody took some time to draw this. I mean, there are layers in there and levels, and it's it's really cool. A lot of work. I love it. One question I have is why? Okay, Unicron healed him. Yeah. Why, why didn't you give him a new body? What purpose did that serve? I think because of floral dairy. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> because yeah. of like because of new toys. Well, we see this later. That's toys. true. That's true. Of course, because of new toys. We see this later of like uh, Unicron by way of floral dairy is very into purple and gray. And round things. Like, and, and also, you, you tell me, is there any better toy than the Galvatron? 
that came out. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. I mean, yeah. what a wonderful, what a wonderful. I own that toy. Did either of you own I owned Galvatron, yeah. It was Such like the least articulated. It just could only stand straight up and down. It barely looked like the guy. Mm-hmm. The colors were opposite. Like Galvatron in the cartoon is mostly purple. Yes. But the toy gray. is mostly gray <laughs> yeah. with purple one, highlights. One would think that they would have really pulled out all the stops to make a good... The nudist. Well, they, it's battery. You can put batteries, jam batteries up his yep. ass Made and make it noise. <laughs> up his ass. <laughs> Didn't even sound like so is So uh, is, is, the, is like the Masterpiece Galvatron better? Did they like make it better? Well, there is an official... Uh, there's not an official Takara Tomy Masterpiece Galvatron, but I do own the... Uh, Fans toys, fans it, toys version. Yeah, it's is, great. It has, toys it has the Matrix with uh, the chain around. There's at least a couple, and a okay. third one actually is popping on the scene. So soon. yeah, he uh, he but, loved uh, purple. He loved purple. Uh, so right, I, I yeah, of course, man. Yeah. I like. I mean, maybe it's just because of the cartoon and doctor. It's also an exercise. Two things. Uh, this the, I think having Megatron turn into Galvatron did two things. It, it showed uh, Unicron's ability to. Uh, power. Sure. All right. So he turns Megatron into Galvatron. He makes mm-hmm. all these uh, all these other dead minions, minions, and then he even has a, then he's, he opens up a little hatch, and the and the, the ship comes out. Okay, You're skipping way ahead. So so you ask. <laughs> it's funny. It's funny. My, uh-huh. my question is, uh, could he just not just just create a bunch of his own? True. Yeah. Uh, uni- Maybe he has to have Unicron. something to work with. That part did ring hilarious to me that he go there's all this drama involved in creating like turning these old people into new people mm-hmm. and then and then Unicron's like oh oh by the way and here's a ship for you <laughs> BT Dubs I got a ship all ready for you yeah. I think it's that 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 being said it is it is badass I I like how Unicron's like excellent and mm-hmm. like he 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 you know he just gets right to business he hooks them Megatron gets hooked. Fuck up. He does. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. The only other thing I would like to say about the whole reformatting thing is that, from a revenge standpoint, which we know is going to take place in the next scene or two, mm-hmm. um, wouldn't it be more satisfying to show up as your old as body Megatron? so somebody knows I, immediately what's going on? Or I like it how do? it throws off. It'll it throws Starscream. It throws everyone off. Mm-hmm. I like how it's like it it, it, it takes your uh, uh, adversary completely off balance. And presumably, sure. he's more powerful than Megatron, yeah. right. if more mentally it's a new, unstable. It's a which new, I guess he's we, not mentally unstable yet. I've actually movie. developed some theories about his mental instability. Well, I mean, we can talk about it now if you want. I was going to wait till the Galvatron, but I was going to say, isn't Galvatron your favorite Transformer? Yes, Aaron, to be close to the top, yeah. Because he's psychotic. he would de- <laughs> he would definitely kick in the cabinets. No. <laughs> I, I I I tie a lot of this here to like uh, professional wrestling, like <laughs> like you know you've got a, you've got you have a character and you want to evolve him somehow. It's like like so like, Megatron is maybe Hulk Hogan and Galatron is the Ultimate Warrior. No 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 no. Hollywood uh, Hulk Hogan. That's right. <laughs> yes, thank you, Ryan. And I'm Sorry. actually very very impressed. I know so little about wrestling, but I know that. Yes. Yeah, so, you, did you yeah. guys know there's actually a lot of crossover between Transformers and the wrestling world in terms of fan fandom? Base? Yeah. Uh-huh. Really yeah, yeah, interesting. Yeah, yeah, it's huge. Huh? Uh, it's all about that kayfabe, baby. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that means, but it sounded hilarious. <laughs> kayfabe is. It's where it's where you're accepting you're accepting the fiction as reality okay. in a way where okay. if, so if a wrestler was to quote unquote break 
kayfabe, mm-hmm. then they are stepping outside of their character and acknowledging acknowledging the fiction. That it's, breaking the fourth wall. That in a way, yeah, it's breaking the fourth wall. It's also like it's it's a uh, yeah, it's acknowledging that it's <clears throat> it's. It's a drama. So is right. Dwayne The Rock Johnson having a movie career? Is no. That, is that breaking kayfabe? No. I wouldn't think so. And I'd be curious to see what, I rest, what the re- people that are really into wrestling say about that. I would say no because he is separating his Dwayne Johnson mm-hmm. from The Rock. Yeah, The Rock, the only way that would work is like if The Rock were like, hey, I'm playing a character, wrestling's not real. Right. It's all okay. set up. I mean, everyone, it's, it's understood. That it's, it's to most fiction. people, there are crazy people who well, maintain. Sure. No, my dad. <laughs> are there no. really? Oh yeah, my my dad. All right, so my dad's what? Got, my dad, listen, the milkman. No, listen to my story. <laughs> okay, my dad is not into wrestling, and he he's he's not bought into. Uh, he, he doesn't take the fiction as reality. He doesn't play into it. He doesn't give a shit. Anyway, but he was my my dad has a shop, mm-hmm. and he was getting it re-roofed one day, and he had uh, two guys that he knows that were re-roofing it. And he was down in his shop working, and they were up on the roof re-roofing it. And these guys got on a fight. Oh, got no. a fight up on the roof, uh, like a real fight. Fisticuffs. Like a real. Oh, I don't know if it got to a physical. Aggressive talking. It was aggressive talking to each other because one of the guys said to the other guy that the honky tonk man is a liar. <laughs> And it got real. Oh heated. shit! Yeah. So yes, a liar. Yeah. Honky tonk man is not a liar. So it what got, are you saying about hacksaw Jim so, Duggan? Yeah. So and my dad was worried that one of them was going to throw the other guy off oh the roof. <laughs> so anyway, yes. Let's all acknowledge that there are people Woo. up there that take it very seriously, oh. and to the point where it's reality to them. Mm-hmm. There's also people that take it very seriously, but are, they play along with kayfabe. Sure. Right. So that's what kayfabe is. All right. It's playing along. I'm educated. It's playing yeah. along with the narrative as reality. And uh, if you break. Those people on the roof of your dad's shop sound like they don't know about kayfabe. They don't know <laughs> Not about at all. <laughs> nope. So, okay. Uh, there seems to be a. Megatron is standing in a stoic pose. Mm-hmm. Uh, the green light is still there, if you recall uh, from our last episode. The, there's the red light of death and the green, the green light, light of, of growing, rebirth. I guess. Yeah, perhaps. Yeah. So, so what can to me, what can only be described as kind of a scanning mm-hmm. takes yeah. place. Yeah, it feels like a Megaton. scanning. It's awesome. Like the layer, it feels 3D to me. Super it, badass. Yeah, yeah, it's amazing. So. And then we switch to a grid where it's like uh, in the background, like a trapper keeper from the eighties. Yeah, it's absolutely. Like Tron. Yeah, yeah. I think I think this had to be. I don't. Uh, Tron had to come out before. Yeah, this. Tron was earlier. This has earlier. to be very Tron inspired. I just wanted to show you guys this. Aaron is for the, list, for the, for the listeners at home. Aaron has grabbed his uh, Megatron, um, the masterpiece, masterpiece, the masterpiece Megatron, and, and slid the slid the face off. off. And uh, on the other side of that face, they've homaged this scene in the movie where we get to see right. kind of what's uh, kind of like the optic. behind the grill. It shows, so it shows like the optic uh, mechanics. Anybody that is absorbed into Transformers collecting would know that that feature exists. But it's a cool feature, and it, it's relevant to uh, damn. The hips are getting a little loose there. Yeah, careful. I've never transformed him. He's an amazing figure in terms of his paint. 
and the articulation's amazing, but I never want to transform him because I understand basically once you transform him, he's never going to look the same again. Like, well, that doesn't seem much, like good design. It's too much pain. Oh, yeah, I know, I know. That that could be argued very, uh, very well. I mean, it's, it's there's a lot of paint going on. It just takes a lot to make a robot that looks that That's good true. And into to, a gun that looks True, like and, and uh, to I mean, to some extent, these are not meant to be toys. They're meant to be, like... Right, right, yeah, right. They're, but they're you not, still want to... Tra- like, of course, you want to transform them. Yeah, yeah I mean, who, for who, me... Who would want to have a toy in general it's <laughs> for me in general it's more about knowing they can transform than actually <laughs> than transforming them i have two sort of it's the journey not the destination yeah. it's just knowing that they exist i have two masterpiece megatrons this the official one i also have uh and there's actually two official ones there's like mpo2 or three or something that the original masterpiece that accompanied the big t- this guy Optimus Prime, and it just it was not nearly as good as that. But then I also have this guy, which is a third party figure mm-hmm. over there, and that was like the first major th- masterpiece style Megatron, just done by a different company. Yeah, I will say I like the masterpiece better stylistically, but I like that the other the third party one has like it's shinier. I think yeah, the the paint. I like the paint choice on this one. It's more cartoon accurate. Yeah. That's more chromey. I like the proportions of the. This is by the way, ladies and gentlemen, we're talking about X Transbots Apollyon. If uh, you care to know that, I like the uh, proportions on Apollyon. This Megatron, if you were just to stand him up, mm-hmm. his legs feel way too long proportionately to me. Like he's a, he's a like a. He should be a rocket, honestly. You just think maybe his torso or his chest needs to be like bigger. Like the, the ratio, maybe yeah. the chest bigger or, or taller, or whereas the Apollyon proportions are awesome. But he's very kibbly, as they say uh, in, yes. the, uh, in the industry. Uh, his legs, like this has nice, clean, clean legs. The his legs masterpiece are, one. His, yeah, the Masterpiece MP36 has very clean legs. Apollyon just looks like they took all the garbage of the transformation and chucked it into his legs. So, yep. move on to the show We're here. Uh, we can do this, Caleb. Cool. Don't you worry about no, it. No, hey, hey, it's cool. No, this is... We're doing great. This is... Thanks for the positive vibes. You're welcome, dude. <laughs> so, uh... Hey, hold on, hold on. I love both of you guys. I love hey, you. I love you guys, too. Uh, group hug. We're really group hugging. Yeah. Up uh, all in the mic. Uh, maybe I'm kissing it's a little bit. It's kind of weird. Mm. Oh, well. And I'm still touching my dick. Uh, that never... Yeah, you never put that away. I never it's did. just been flopped down this ne- whole time. <laughs> and it's weird because it won't get hard. No, and it, and it flops by itself. <laughs> <laughs> it's like an animatronic toy that you just push the, like, no, what the are, paw. What are those, it's like uh, a severed organ. No, it, uh, what are those, uh, those, uh, uh, those kids' water toys? That, it was like a... It's like a clown head, and it's and got it's all, like it's like, has like all these weight, like what, like the wacky waving inflatable arm flailing tube men. That would what that is what your that is what your that's what your dick would be. Mm-hmm. That's what it is. Uh huh. Useless. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, but entertaining. Yep. Everybody <laughs> yeah. likes to laugh at it. It has a purpose. The scanning phase, there's a second scanning phase that's going to yes. take place here, and um, so we see Meg's inner workings. It's very X-ray-like. And then, but then, go ahead. Yeah, no, I just said thirty-one, thirteen. Basically, he starts getting covered in like this. I don't know, electronic 
like plasm or what it basically looks like the Michelin man and that whole sequence from 31 13 to 31 19 where it's covering him in a grid like mm-hmm. I am lost as to what any of those parts are I can't figure it out even as a kid I was like where am I is that a leg is that an arm well that's I, don't know. I, I think we're looking at his behind point. because there's an arm cannon there it, so he that, turns that, we're, we're frozen at 31 I think that's 19. the point I mean they're, they're like how are we gonna make this transform uh, to me it's sort of a cocoon just, Yes. In a way, it's uh, yeah, it's an electronic mesh, which very much sort like a caterpillar in a cocoon doesn't change into a butterfly, completely liquefies and then it, becomes a butterfly, but which is fucking strange. Yes, but it re- but it, it retains certain amounts. Exa- of, it remembers, of yeah, genetic memory. Yes, which is really weird. <laughs> ah, we went far afield on that one. A lot of metaphors, a lot of similes. <laughs> it's pretty awesome. The uh, the so the camera is going to pull away the mesh kind of. The mesh strips rep- itself off of him, mm-hmm. and, and we've and, got a new form. Yeah, so are. Unicron reveals Megatron's new form. Behold, Galvatron. Which is awesome. What a it's pose. It's so great. What it's a so pose. great. For my fans, Toys Sovereign, a.k.a. third-party Galvatron figure, I, he's not posed like that right now, but my original pose, he comes with a stand, and I pose, like this is the pose that I put him in, mm-hmm. which is kind of... 3123. His, uh, his uh, arm cannon just cocked slightly back, his other arm slightly forward. Mm-hmm. It's an amazing it's pose. Not a great illustration, per se, but a great pose. It's a very dynamic, yeah, and then, now at uh, 3125, Unicron is dragging in the rest of the... Uh, damaged uh, Decepticons yep. to reformat them. So yes. it's a wide shot, and just for uh, the record, let's left to right. We've got uh, Kickback, Shrapnel, Thundercracker, Skywarp, and Bombshell. And mm-hmm. we need to pay attention here because there is contention in the community. This makes me crazy. And uh, you're gonna see uh, they're getting sucked in. God, mm-hmm. that's a great shot. It's, actually. It is, it's really cool. It's really badass. The lighting effects were paused at 3129. Just the lighting effects, the way he's drawing them in. But uh, so he's gonna segment the first three off, and you've got kickback. You've got Thundercracker, and you have got uh, Shrapnel. Shrapnel. Thank you. And we're at uh, 3131. And then, yes, and we go much faster, whereas uh, uh, Thundercracker becomes uh, Scourge, and uh, the the Insecticons become his sweeps. So we can definitively say that Thundercracker Mm -hmm. is Scourge. I think we can completely agree upon that. Where the Scourge and his Huntsman. Nobody's arguing that his his Huntsman. huntsman Which actually is, is still in my original script. They say Huntsman. Oh, really? Do they say that Thundercracker is the Humpsman? And he... it, it, no, Humps... because Thundercracker doesn't die. Oh, that's right. Did you just say Humpsman? Humpsman. <laughs> it's like a, yeah. That's you. They're at a, the they're at a gangbang. That's a porn name. What's... Yeah, the Humpsman. The Humpsman. That's like my Harry, that's like my porn name would be Perry Hotter. <laughs> <laughs> Why is that? Because I need a porn name. <laughs> Right. My third career. <laughs> Please continue. So here's so where the contention phase, comes. Phase two. You've got Bombshell and Skywarp. Skywarp at 3140. And uh, they're getting scanned and turned in to Cyclonus and his armada. Okay, let's put aside for a second that really after this scene, the armada doesn't exist. The, correct. Like, uh, he's not going to show up ever again. But people, for whatever reason, don't want to accept nope. that Bombshell is, is Cyclonus. Cyclonus. And they don't want to accept it for a number of reasons. One of those being that uh, Skywarp was known as a loyal warrior. He was, after all, the first one to wake up. There are me- on the arc. That's true. That and he dragged Megatron into the, like the whatever the Teletran One life giving light was. Like he's a, known as a loyal. 
they're Decepticons. Mi- they're- so they want they want him to be Cyclonus, but he's not. No. They're not, not gonna put the front guy up and be like, it's the guy in the background. Now, just yes. He's the real Cyclonus. Okay, for, according to the movie, yes, the guy in the foreground who was Bombshell becomes Cyclonus, and we'll see in a minute here, he is filling up almost all of the screen, whereas like before when we saw Scourge, uh, he was in the middle of the screen, Thundercracker. And then his minions are in the background, obviously. And so, yes, I agree that from a story standpoint and from a fan standpoint, I want Skywarp to be Cyclonus also. Right. Because it makes more sense. It totally makes more sense. He's a bigger character. Yeah. Not that he was a big character, but he's a bigger character. Do you really think that Unicron gives a shit who he's turning into who? No. That's a good point. And if these guys are dead, he's just... Bringing on their new, parts. It's new bodies luck. to life. That's yeah, just bad luck. It's just, it's just bad luck. Right. On he's, he's Skywarp just happened not to be but like can he impart right a personality well, like Adam and Eve? Like, and does any of the personality of the dead individual remain? That's a whole other question. Well, that's another point. Is If they are dead, maybe there is no personality, but Megatron's personality certainly continues into Galvatron because he's aware does, that Megatron existed. Gal- and he was aware that he has a beef with Starscream. Does, yeah, and so, so I think if Cyclonus... His personality in the show fits better with Skywarp. Uh, I agree. Oh, people will also say Bombshell was treacherous. The Insecticons yep. in general were, were treacherous. treacherous. Yes, but the uh, but there's also a contingent that would say that it makes sense that the Insecticons are sweeps because there seems to be multitudes of sweeps, and the Insecticons and, had the ability and, to reproduce themselves. Yep. And they have purple and black already on their on their. It makes so it it's easier. A, it's an easier paint job. Yeah, yeah. Um, have to do some touch ups. That's right. Yeah, but clearly from the animation, it's fucking Bombshell. It's Bombshell. I mean, that is bombshell. They wouldn't put him in the foreground. Also, again, as we, if you want to continue playing, um, we uh, go to uh, minute thirty-one forty-seven. Uh, bombshell Cyclonus uncut fills up three quarters of the screen. Yes, and it's just—I mean, I mean yeah. it's a smooth transition. And he, and he yes, fle- he, like, he like flexes his muscles. Mm-hmm. Right, like it's him. And it, it's yeah, true. There you go. And, then the other... and I think all this comes down to an animation error. It was supposed right. to be in the script, like, it was supposed to be like the sweeps where there were more of him, uh, like copies of him behind him. But I think when in yeah. translation from it being all sparks to and, me, as opposed to dead Decepticons, it, there were just not enough bodies to work. Let, let's, let, me, let me just say real quick. It, it makes more sense for um, because Skywarp is a jet, yeah, mm-hmm. and this guy transforms into argument, a yeah. space a space jet. I'm, I can't remember who the last group it of people were, sense. but none of them turned anything close to hovercrafts. It was a few Insecticons. Yeah, it was just so. Insecticons and jets. But you know what? None of it really makes sense. But let's let's just accept the fact that Bombshell Bombshell is Cyclonus, and there is a comic Cyclonus. where there's a comic uh, there's a book where do they have um, memory of their previous? Well, again, like I said, Galvatron remembers some parts of being Megatron because he remembers Starscream. He remembers like they're maybe fun. he's given the gift of that. But again, where these guys aren't. Again, maybe they were dead, and Megatron wasn't dead. Perhaps. Um, and there are, but there is a book where um, there's a joke in there. They where, weren't dead when they were being pushed out of the. True, shell. but they don't. Yeah, but not all of them were. It's hard to tell. Anyway, them. there's a joke in one of the books, like one of the comic books, where um, he said somebody says to Cyclonus, "I didn't like you even when you were a bug." So we know where we stand. <laughs> yep, we've listeners tell us if you disagree. Thirty-one forty-six. Cyclonus is flying. 
Galvatron, he surveys his new uh, his new armada, mm-hmm. if you will. And uh, that's the point which like. we referred to it earlier. Where it is just so funny. He puts all this work. Like, he just ha- he just has, he a, has ship a ship in him. Mm-hmm. Like where did that come from? It's an uh, awesome ship. It looks oh, very Klingon inspired. Would you yeah, not say? I was going to say it looks like. Um, I'm like, not even a Star Trek guy, and I feel like that looks like a Klingon ship. In Star Trek, yeah, I will say that all the aliens had much cooler looking ships than the the mm-hmm. uh, Federation. But yeah, it's badass. I love the way this ship looks. Uh, also purple, by the way. Caleb, you talked about how you love when we get into space with, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, with the show. I just love how everything gets so futuristic. Like, I love the designs of the new Autobots. I love yeah. the designs of the new Decepticons. Yeah, I just great. think they're so awesome. Like it was the, like yeah, I loved it as a kid, and I saw the show before I saw the movie. Whenever in season three, whenever they, uh, and I was always like bewildered. This is so different. Well, these and yeah, the aesthetics are great, and it's it's finally like. Um, the uh, stylistic and mm-hmm. technological um, potential that these things right. have because they are from outer space. Well, yeah, and also, like, the, it was a step up in the toy line because yeah. it wasn't just copying, you know, uh, micro yeah, design or, new shit. Yeah, and it's like, oh, we can make stuff look neat and rounder and not just be blocks. I like, I do like, oh, and here's your ship. <laughs> <laughs> but it's cool. By the way, I mean, I've been saving this for you. Yeah, it's like a gift. I mean, Unicron hooks him up so hardcore. Mm-hmm. It's like here's your here's your new whip. Now I, I just <laughs> okay. Do you like it? It's pretty good. <laughs> I will say, uh, just going back a little bit to Cyclonus, um, uh, who becomes basically far and away like Galvatron's right hand man and like loyal to a fault. Cyclonus is basically like the Ultra Magnus allegory sure. uh, to, to Rodimus Prime. And they're right. both like putting out constant fires that their leaders are starting. They're both right. like because their leaders are incompetent. Galvatron being psychotic, Rodimus just being not good at his job. Mm-hmm. And um, I, I would know. say Galvatron, I, I, I'm going to start a thing that I've never read before, but it just hit me. That I think that maybe part of Galvatron's psychoses post movie because in the movie he's got it together he's not a crazy person yes well like he he's got a mission he's trying he's treacherous but he is not a you know he's just not off the rails mm-hmm. and i'm wondering if part of that you could explain by the fact that he was created by unicron and given a mission by Unicron that's probably inherent in his whatever, Transformer genetics, mm-hmm. Unicron gets destroyed. I feel like part of the fact of uh, tied to Galvatron's ultimate mania Break. is yeah. that his that the person that created him has been destroyed and has no power. And that, that kind of breaks his psyche in a way that he can't really deal with and never deals with throughout the whole entire series. I think... Like I'm just creating that. I'm retconning, yeah. if you will. I don't well, know if that's been come up. And I actually did come s- up anywhere else. Go some ahead. reading about this, and that is a great way of putting it, which is much better than the way they deal with it in the cartoon. Which is um, that after he's thrown out of Unicron, he lands in those tar pits mm-hmm. that I can't remember the name of the planet where Cyclonus comes and finds him. Apparently, the uh, exposure to whatever liquid he's encased in drives him. That's what they say. Yeah, <laughs> that's lame. Yeah, it's pretty bad. That's lame as fuck. Okay, so that's the end of the minute. Actually, I shall say uh, uh, the final the final words of this minute are, Now go destroy the Autobot Matrix. 
And that's how it ends. And, and Galvatron's like, and then the ship. Okay. <laughs> Guys, it's like twelve o five. Really? What does that mean? I don't know. I think it's time for. Rip deviations. <laughs> Every time. Uh, in the script that I have, basically there's a blinding flash of light and Galvatron exists all of a sudden and he still resembles Megatron, according to my script. Mm -hmm. He laughs and flexes his muscles as we saw Galvatron do, but his voice is deeper and that seems to be the only real difference from Galvatron. But then the funny thing about it is that he's after the transformation, he says, he Galvatron says, Long live Galvatron. <laughs> like, oh, that's weird. Just trying to hype up an audience that doesn't exist. <laughs> and also trying to make this happen. Did, did Hitler need people to be like, was Hitler ever like, hey, long live hey, Hitler. Right, guys? You know what? I would not put it past Hitler to do something. Well, we know there's some Nazi stuff in here with the uh, Hall of Heroes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The only other thing is that Cyclonus is created and then his, quote, armada is similar. But the script notes that his armada, his clone of himself, I guess, is much smaller but similarly colored. So weird. He made a clone of himself that's tiny, a mini me, if you will, uh, according right. to the like, script just, that I have. Why did again? If you're making more toys, why did just make more toys? Yeah. Well, as we were saying before, like, after this scene, there, well, actually, after the next scene, uh, which he's gonna, he transforms and all of the transformer, uh, all the, yeah. that crew, and but his armada doesn't even exist. No, there's really no, from you, this point forward. Skywarp. It's a huge mistake. It doesn't even make sense. And I think part of that has to be that, from a storytelling perspective, do you really need two groups of people that have copies that of identical? themselves? Yeah. Like, let's knock it off already. It's cool to have the sweeps. Cyclonus doesn't need that. Yeah, it seems lazy and weird. I don't it, know. I don't. I don't even know why. It should not. That. It's a. It's a, a major movie flood that's caused lots of people discussion among forever. the among the fan group. But it also just didn't need to exist. No. It's just stupid. Nah. Anyway. What you got? Um, Megatron is the only one who's died. He's a life spark. The, uh, the, the Hall of Heroes, the Decepticon Hall of Heroes, has been smashed. Some other life sparks that were contained in those statues have floated with him. Uh, so Megatron is the only one in this script who died. There are no, uh, none of the Seekers, none of the Insecticons, nothing like that. So they have uh, reached Unicron, or a slab-like planet, which has grass and trees, which is actually the hair on Unicron's hand. Again, question mark, is he organic? I don't know. Um, so basically, uh, the last one, there was a beam that shot down, and it starts to transform Megatron. And uh, there's a the ingester slash Unicron, I don't know, says, Arise, Galvatron. Uh, the debris starts swirling around and into the shimmering life spark of Megatron, merging into it, spinning and interlocking. An x-ray effect takes place in which we see a new skeletal structure, wiring, circuitry, etc. Flashing it off as a new and larger being starts to form, getting bigger, fuller, changing from little life spark to huge, fully formed, thick throbbing. I added what? that. What? I, I added that part. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Into Galvatron. The transformation creation ends in a blinding flash in Galvatron who still resembles Megatron again, Aaron, to your script still. Uh, but now wears a new insignia which marks him as a servant of Ingester. Oh, oh I like that. Of, I yeah, yeah, me too. Yeah. 
a different insignia. Hmm. Yep, and then he laughs and flexes his muscles and stretches. His voice is deeper, different from Megatron's. Galvatron, life, function, power. <laughs> Megatron, be gone. Long live Galvatron. So, oh. says long live Galvatron. And then... Uh, and Cocky he, as fuck right off the mm-hmm. bat. I mean, not that Megatron and then, uh, and then Unicron says, and these shall be your minions, like is still maintains. Uh, the cold rays uh, descend on them and repeat the transformation process only more rapidly. First, transforming the pale life spark to Scourge. Scourge, parenthesis, sweep character, is bearded, fanged, and ferocious looking. And as soon as he's been been created, yep, he roars and stretches an array of similar characters, smaller and all wearing, and here's the weird part, and all wearing dark matching uniforms. (laughs) What? They're darker than Scourge. (laughs) And they're wearing... And they're wearing clothes? They're wearing clothes. Which... Uniforms? Yeah, Uniforms would make, lead me to believe that it means design, but later, like in just a second, it doesn't seem like it does. Because uh, Unicron says, Scorch, the tracker, and his huntsman, the sweeps. Uh, on Cyclonus, new Decepticon with plane transformation ability. As Cyclonus is created from Life Spark and his armada of similar but smaller and similarly colored and clad creatures are formed. So similarly colored, but they're not wearing uniforms. So why are the sweeps wearing uniforms? Sweep six and seven. That's the only time. Descending upon this battleground of sorts. And then a callback to Call of the uh, Primitives, which is interesting because that's Best the... Best episode of all time. That's the... Uh, of course. That's the only time, actually, the sweeps are de- referred to by number. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Oh. I read that on the TF Wiki. A little less trivia. Yeah. Thanks, Jed. Uh, and then, basically, the end of this is uh, the ghostly voice, comma, in, or uh, parentheses, in jester, loudly proclaiming over the scene, Now go! Take command of your forces on Cybertron and deliver unto me the energy remaining on that world. Go, I command you. Go and do my bidding. So nothing about the Matrix. So it's all like, he wants the energy? Yeah, it seems like, I haven't, again, I haven't read ahead, but it seems like, uh, deliver me your planet? <laughs> Which is weird. He wants, but why does he need them for I that? I don't know, because earlier even in the script, he seems to take over Lethone with no problem, his mist and shit. So I don't. Did you have the mist in your version of the script? Yes, okay. I believe so. Okay. It's been a while, okay. but I think so. So go deliver yeah. me the energy. I'm not going to tell you how. You just do that. Yeah, and again, I haven't read ahead, so I don't know how that works. But uh, like it, it, in in the same way that the movie is convoluted as to Unicron's motivations, this seems weird and convoluted. I, The thing I think I look forward to more than anything whenever we meet up every two weeks or so is finding out where this storyline is going. Yeah, I, I can't even imagine. It is a bonk town. <laughs> it's is. fucking crazy. It I love so it. Stupid. Yes. <laughs> it's, it's not stupid, actually. It's, it's actually really, it's really, really cool. It's really creative, and it's, it's, it's very, so strange. It's more along the lines of like your, your 1970s fantasy. Yeah, right. Heavy... Like heavy metal. metal. Mm-hmm. It, it goes along with that, and mm-hmm. I think that this is a this is a this which is makes a, sense that Ron Friedman came up in that. So. Yeah, so it, it it it's in that it's in that vein. And I don't so, know why, but okay. So here's a I couple questions, and maybe we'll find out as we go along. Why did it change? It's actually kind of like cooler the li- in a way. I well, like the I life mean, spark idea. Yeah. Well, I think it changed. For, I don't know. That's pretty goofy. It, it, Little it, tiny Megatron. Well, it doesn't around. have to be portrayed like that. But I just think like a spark. Like I think, just it, a, I think it had to change for the sake of a toys, toys, 
B, um, just... Uh, it didn't have to change for the sake of toys, I would argue. But. I think it would. B, also B, uh, visual, like the budget, I think, of, of representing this stuff visually anima- from an animation standpoint. So if... I don't know. It was the... The, the, the times have changed. I, it just seems to make more sense. But in this world... Decepticons we'd never seen before mm-hmm. had their statues, which I uh, encased their spark, mm-hmm. smashed, and those sparks floated off with Megatron spark. Yep. First of all, that makes so much more sense and would alleviate, not that anybody cared about continuity, but it just makes it easier. Like, these True. dead ancient Decepticons are now your... Uh, team, your minions. Yeah. You're in charge of these guys. They don't have anything to do with these other guys. They're in char- like you're in charge of them. So you don't have to explain away anything about who they were mm-hmm. or what they except for maybe Galvatron and you know what I think we like we made clear Galvatron understands that he he may not fully understand that he's Megatron. Right. But there's definitely but yeah. some sort of residual personality there. This I don't know. I mean I like this explanation a lot better. I, don't, I do too. I mean, there's weird things about it I don't like, like just tiny little spark people. Yeah. <laughs> that's weird. I but I don't know how you It doesn't have to change be that. that. It could just be again, like it just show like literally what looks like a glowing spark or something, and it just right. as it talks, like in right. a it, like in it's a wonderful life, like whenever it talks, it flashes. Sure, um, and I think that would work. Uh, I think actually that would work better than, and then we wouldn't have this who is Cyclonus problem. Right, 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 right. No, I love, I, I really like that part, and I'm, I don't know why. I guess we'll find out again, like why it changed. We'll see. I mean, I think that. Uh, I mean, I, the only thing that I could think of is that it is interesting to think of former characters becoming new characters. Yeah. Right? Well... To me, at least, it's only interesting in that you understand that those characters knew they were knew they were an old character. Like, you understood the dynamic why, of why they are what they are, I guess. Like, yeah, like Bumblebee And there's no explanation. Exactly. 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 Bumblebee knows... He's Goldbug. Mm-hmm. He wasn't turned into Goldbug by Unicron. I mean, honestly, that's a whole other weird why sure. they do that. But uh, <laughs> if we, if these characters knew they were once one thing and now they're another thing, that's interesting. Yeah, it's way more. It, and if we knew that they were corpse and now they're just whatever they are, that's interesting. Yeah, but there's no explanation whatsoever, and I guess that's yeah. Why. And this was also again, I mean, a time whenever there wasn't a lot of thought put into kids shows. All right, are you guys ready to? We can. I am the ghost of the iconic. So mine was just uh, at thirty one twenty two, um, the first appearance of Galvatron. I mean, the next supervillain, you know, uh, behold Galvatron. I mean, I feel like that's really the the nuts and bolts of this one. Can I don't know if there's any disputing that. I mean, mm-hmm. I think the whole the whole scene of seeing Megatron's inner workings is mm-hmm. pretty iconic. Yep. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is a a minute full of iconic moments. Oh, yeah. Actually, I mean, every yeah, every wild. second of it is. It's so like the inner workings of Galvatron, just watching the team get reformatted. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say, I guess, I mean, the reveal. Here's something I would have done differently okay. if I were directing this movie. And maybe you would question it as a more experienced film person. Okay. Right? I would have done Galvatron last. I would have, I would have done the sidekicks first. Mm. That's a good point. And done a little, like, hoop-de-do with that. And then revealed Galvatron at the end. 
Um, I disagree just because you can do the most extensive stuff with Galvatron. Like, if you notice, like, later, and even in the script it says, like, um, when they reformat the other ones, it does it much slower. So you get the best reveal. I think it makes sense that way, too, because he, it shows the whole uh, process. process, and then they can kind of abbreviate. Yes, but you don't process. have, you could abbreviate that process for those guys and then show, like, and make, make it, it's still a little bit of mystery. I don't know what's happening. I don't know what's happening. It's happening so quickly. But then when it comes mm. to Megatron to Galvatron, really blow it out. I'm yeah, really, it just by that point I think you've kind of just taken away the 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 effect the, the yeah the the impact of it. That's right. I'm on Ryan's side. You guys win. Okay. So. <laughs> we'll chalk, we'll, Two on the, three. On the chalkboard that we have good, for wins. But it's a that. good. It's a good point. It's a good point. I it's think. Not. Just be, <laughs> okay, fine. <laughs> Moving along. <laughs> All right, next week, everybody. One of our favorite sniveling sidekicks is going to kick the bucket. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> yeah. That's it? Oh, that's all I wow. Okay, great, 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 great. Everybody, listen to our show. Tell your friends about the show. Listen, hey, let me tell you a little something. We just found out today mm. we're officially in the top, I don't know, what, 20 or something? Something like that. Yeah, uh, top 20 Transformers. <laughs> if you were to search Transformers on iTunes, we're, we're in one day. of the top 20 results. You know what? We've, I've, we've, we've figured fought. out a gimmick. Uh, at any rate, listen to us <laughs> on iTunes, Stitcher, mm-hmm. Google Play, and TuneIn. And uh, follow us on social media, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. We love social media. Yeah, please interact with us. And uh, please, if you're on iTunes, uh, you know, maybe give us five stars. We really appreciate it. And we'll give you a good old shout out. And the website yep. has a plethora of extra content. So if you like the minute and you like our little deviations off of the minute, mm-hmm. we go into that in more detail on the website. So please, come visit us. La Check plethora it out. of pinatas. El guapo. I am not as <laughs> educated as you. I don't know the line. <laughs> Guys, go and watch The Three Amigos. I don't know if it holds up. I haven't seen it in 20 years. I just also want to shout out a podcast I've been listening to. It's really good. You would act. You may like it, Caleb. Ryan would hate it. Um, it is called Dissect. I discovered him in his second season. In the first season, he di- dissected Kendrick Lamar's "To Pimp a Butterfly" album. In the current season, he's dissecting uh, Kanye West's beautiful uh, "Dark Twisted Fantasy" album, track by track. He spends like thirty minutes on each track. track. Talks about Damn. the production, talks about the inspiration, and it's he talks about the meaning of everything, and it's actually splendid. Cool. If so if you are a hip hop fan or a fan of Kanye West or Kendrick Lamar in general, I say check that out. That's all I got. Cool. Yep, still flopping my dick. All right. Oh, Ryan's dick, so veiny. God, it's veinier than I expected. Well, I thought you'd have a smooth one, but it I'm turns dehydra- out you've got lots of texture on that. I'm thing. dehydrated. It's it, like it's a little uh, elephant man. It's like if you, but were to not do, like, like in that it's eatings. big, but in that it's wrinkly. <laughs> what do you bye, think? everybody. Bye, 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 bye. And then I, I gotta go.
Yeah. So before we get going, I just thought I'd show you my anal <laughs> retentiveness. Wow. This spreadsheet is amazing. I uh, yeah, I'm keeping track of just trying to you know the collection. Uh huh. And uh, so this is the Arc Autobot crew. Sees it like basically the 1985 crew. Everybody's covered in masterpiece form except for Cliff, Cliff Jumper, Jumper and some guy named Road Hauler that I don't think was even on the cartoon. I only care if they were on well, the cartoon, really. I don't. Well, know, why, why would that. he? Why would he? Where's he fitting into the canon? Then? I don't know. Nowhere, I guess. I mean, maybe in some what's your comic book. What's canon. your okay? That's what I was thinking. What's your sources like? Uh, I mean, there's a few sources, but uh, let me what see. does Chug stand for? So is he a train? No, there's oh, a, okay. So Road Hauler is basically a green version of Grapple. Oh and, yeah, yeah. Uh, and, so he was never. I think he might actually have had one screen appearance, but it might be debated on if it was an animation error. Probably. Um, Chug is sort of the mainline Transformers. If, if, if a mainline Transformer has inspiration in the G1, then it's a Chug. So those two, that, that Cosmos and that, uh, what's his nuts? Ramjet? No. No, no. Uh, Powerglide. Power those are Jesus. Chug uh, figures. But my real goal is to get the Masterpiece figures, if they exist. There mm -hmm. is no Masterpiece figure that exists. There are Chug figures, but, um... So yeah, that's it. Now season nineteen eighty five, Omega Supreme. That would be an amazing yeah. figure. Yeah. Have they not made one? Uh actually some third parties have. A third party called Fans Toys has made one. And then there's another third party, the one that I'm probably gonna buy. Uh gosh, I'm blanking on the name of their company. But in the next year, there will be one here. Roadbuster was another character not on the cartoon, but I'll probably try and get one. Skids. There is somebody working on a skids. I don't know if he was in the cartoon or not, but he actually was in the comic a lot. And I don't know if they'll ever make a top spin or twin twist. Remember those guys? Those yeah. Are the flippy guys. The flip guys. I've, I've got one of those. Oh, do you? Well, I know. Oh, maybe it's down there. Or maybe it's packed away. If you gave it to me, I'd do it's, that. It's, it's the kind of goes... Yeah, yeah, you yeah, roll yeah. it back and it I, flips. I, I don't remember. I had giving, one of them. I don't remember giving it to you. So this is a modern chug interpretation of that character. Wow. Yeah, I had pretty cool. Character. I had I had one of those, and I don't know where the hell that it's a is. Headmaster now. too. Oh, they're doing a lot. They made everything into a headmaster. That was their gimmick. It's like, right. like the are those if, the if ship's I, going down. Let's make everything headmasters. So if, oh, they're bringing out new gimmicks too. The next the next uh, round of toys is called Power of the Primes. What is and this? It's there. I don't know all the details about it, but they're bringing pretenders in. But they're t they're not as cool as the old pretenders. But they're bringing those. back. they're basically recycling everything from mm -hmm. our. I mean, I never thought the pretenders were cool in the first place. I hated the pretenders. I liked them all right. I, was I didn't like, collect them that. Well, I mean, I was a kid. I got weird. what I could get. I don't know. I just like. I'm like. Even as a kid, I was cynical to the point of like, oh, this is just toys. You're just trying to sell toys for mm -hmm. old characters. And it's like, one of them, their pretender shell was a human, like a, a person. I'm like, who's this fooling? Like, well, he's a 30 foot tall person. <laughs> there was, I think all the Autobot pretenders were. What do you think about their, uh, their hit single back on the chain gang? <laughs> I was a, wow. <laughs> Holding I, on to that. I was a big fan of Chrissy Hind. Yeah, yeah. Totally. <laughs> she was great. Yeah. They, they had a song called Space Invaders. It was a big I like that. Are one. they making her album. in a masterpiece action figure? She just always will be a masterpiece. A masterpiece. Yeah. All right, so anyway, Autobots, Decepticons. Cool. Yeah. I have oddities 
Oh wait, yeah. Just one. Yeah. We oh, should yeah. take I have more oddities. I haven't updated. This is your current while. collection, and then stuff you this, want. There, there's yeah. Well, it's a track. Yeah, it's a track of everything I want. Wow. Some stuff I don't. You have. should take a screen grab of this and throw it up because it's pretty awesome. <laughs> like it's amazing the uh, the the organization you've done wow. to figure out what you want. You need to you need to be able to see the finish line. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. All right, so let's watch the show. What do you guys like? Okay. Oh, we're right there.